Oh shit, here we go again. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? We are back. A little uh, mini sort of mid-tournament episode. Um, as we are watching, Vince and I are both uh, in the booth today watching the Farmers Insurance Open. Um, but we wanted to kind of talk about a couple of things and kind of get you guys ready for what Doug and Vince um, teased last week, which is sort of like our, our little quote-unquote rebrand, a little couple changes that we're making around um, these parts. So, uh, yeah, we figured it'd be a good time to kind of do a little mini podcast. So how you doing today, buddy? Pretty good. Yeah, man. I actually finally working from home the last, uh, last few weeks I've been driving back and forth to, uh, north of the city and then back down. And honestly, mm-hmm. today is such a nice day to relax. I, you know, after this, I'm going to try to get out and practice and, uh, make a nice little afternoon of, of you know, swinging the sticks a little bit. Lucky you. It's about, 29 degrees here today i think it's only going to get colder um and i'm I'm actually at work right now don't tell anybody just sucking up that government money doing my podcast so <laughs> love that <laughs> you know how it goes so yeah so the one of the, the, the kind of the changes that we're are coming to the podcast uh one of the things that we're going to start doing is a little bit more um segment based so uh for today's episode we're going to run through a couple of the new segments that will be coming to you guys in um in our podcast um we're not gonna go through all of them but we are gonna take a look at a couple today and we're gonna start off with our pga tour focused segment known as the clubhouse so welcome to the clubhouse ladies and gentlemen we're gonna talk a little bit about what's going on in the first round of the farmers insurance open they're kind of midway into the second round right now um yeah vince what are your thoughts you watched a lot yesterday uh i did did. honestly um I was I was kind of surprised by seeing some of the people play as poorly as they did on the South Course, um, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then you had like Patrick guys like Patrick Reed, um, you know, who played really well on the North Course and stuff like that. So uh, my biggest uh, gripe right now, I guess, has just been the the variance in in how people played. Like Harris English, guy we've seen playing phenomenal all year uh, thus far, you know. Comes out, makes three doubles, two bogeys, and one birdie, right? She's seven over. Yeah. Uh, just didn't expect it from him. And um, obviously, I think they play which they play the south course throughout the rest of the weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's not looking very good for him, to say the least. But, uh, you know, I really like Tory Pines. I just I can't say enough about it. I think it's just picturesque and difficult in a way that uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful golf. So, yeah, no, I would, I would definitely agree that, but I mean, we, like you and I were on the phone, um, last night talking a little bit about the same topic, which is like, they play, there's plenty of times where they play multiple courses on the PGA tour, like, especially when the fields are bigger or when they go to a pro-am format or something like that. And generally it's, it's totally fine, but because there's just such a variance in the, the North course and the South course, um, it just it's it's hard after one day to even tell where things are going like every week thursday it's after thursday you can it's very hard to predict a winner or to see a trend but it's even harder uh this week because when the guys go to play the north course they just 
absolutely tear it up. I mean, Rory is a couple holes in right now and he's like four under, you know what I mean? Um, and then they go to the South course and it's just an absolute monster. They've got that course so long, so narrow. Um, some of those greens are very tricky. And then you, so you have a bunch of guys that essentially just get blown off the face of the earth, but they could come right back into it. Um, the day that they play the North course. So definitely a lot of, a lot of variants, but I mean, you mentioned, um, you know, good rounds yesterday out of out of Patrick Reed, um, a couple other surprising guys. Uh, uh, Taylor Gooch is up on the near the top of the leaderboard. We had a Bo Hostler sighting. We have to remember that a lot of these guys played um, played on the North Course yesterday. So today today is the the big day for a lot of the the names uh, bigger names to be on the South Course. Um, or sorry, on the North Course, and then hopefully kind of make up some ground. Although Rory had a great day on the South Course yesterday and is continuing today. Yeah, so I mean, uh, I mean, we're live, like, tournaments live. We're mid afternoon yeah. right now. Uh, you know, Rory, he just he just made bogey actually. Um, he missed oh, that, he missed that short boy, sadly. Oh boy! But like, here we go. We have Scotty Scheffler who shot seven under yesterday, bogey free, and he's four under or four over through six on the South Course this morning. So right, exactly. So like, there's gonna be just some. There's gonna be big swings in the leaderboard. Um, yeah. Obviously, Harris is going to have to shoot like eight or nine under to make the cut. Sadly, that was my pick for the week. Um, it's the mm-hmm. worst I've ever seen him hit the ball. I don't think he hit a fairway on the first like twelve holes yesterday. So, but I don't know. What do you What are you thinking is going to get the job done out there? You You sent me a, a message yesterday, and you said that you know Patrick Reed. You didn't realize how short he was statistically off the tee. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and then guess what? Guess what he did yesterday? He was short, and in the fairway. Mm-hmm. And he was able to score. So, what do you think's gonna? What do you think we're gonna see going into Sunday? Like, who's gonna yeah. be at the top of the leaderboard? Well, I, I kind of. I mean, I didn't. I'm not in your the pool with you and Doug, so I don't really like make picks unless we do them here on the pod. And obviously, I didn't make the pod last week. I apologize to all the listeners. You know, li- life is crazy over here in the education world. But um, I. I said that to me it's this is a, a golf course where like you have to be long to win to tr- to win you can contend as a shorter golfer but there's just so much pressure on your on your game around the greens and we've kind of seen that Patrick Reed is just like an absolute magician i mean he he gets up and down so much it's crazy and so i think that's part of the reason why you see him there but i, I mean he's going to play the south course today as a guy that's averaging under 280 or right around 280 off the tee, which I, I truly did not know he was that short. So, I mean, when we were talking on the phone, I, I was really thinking that it would be a good week for Fino. I still think it could be a good week for Fino. Um, I know he's, he kind of coughed one up last week to a degree, but you ha- you got to hit it here. I mean, it's just so long and the wet, they got weather blowing in pretty soon. So that golf course is going to get very, very soft. The wind has been picking up all day as we've been watching here, you know, anywhere from kind of about eight miles an hour and, and now they're getting up there in the teens. So uh, yeah, I just, I look at it like it's going to have to be somebody that hits it a little bit. Um, I still think that's really what's going to kind of be the player, someone like Fino, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I, I get crapshoot to look at it on a, they're, they're literally showing the flag stick right now, blowing in the bending in the wind a little bit um, as I'm talking to you guys. So, all right. You got anything else for farmers? I do like this event. I mean, it is a good event. Absolutely. I think it's, I mean, between you go from the farmers, what's next week? The Genesis, I think. Mm-hmm. And then. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genesis. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm happy. 
you gotta get rid of the Hawaii swing. It's not as exciting to me personally. I'm happy that we're you know, it's through and um yeah, you, you know. Here we go. This is the bulk of the season starting for me. Wait, is I'm, I'm sorry, I'm Googling something right now. Cause is, it, is Waste Management next weekend? That's a good question. Yes, it is. Waste Management's next weekend. Okay. And then, so it, that, then it goes? Um, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, okay. Well, that's still Waste Management. I love Waste Management. And I don't even love it for the party. I just actually think it's it ends up being a great... Uh, a really good venue. That closing stretch is really fun. And, uh, yeah, that's a great tournament, too. All uh, right. Yeah, yeah, I guess Waste Management, AT&T, Pebble Beach, and then the Genesis. Mm-hmm. And then the go. Genesis. I love Genesis. That's, like, my favorite week. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, let's. we're going we're gonna to leave the clubhouse. We're going to kind of walk out back here. We're going to take you to the next part of our, our little segment here, uh, our little journey. We're going to walk to the tour van. So this is the van segment. This is where we're going to talk more about equipment, either on tour maybe even a little bit in our own uh, our own world but this is like a really good week for equipment talk because all of that new gear is being uh, kind of revealed over the last i don't know what would you say been about two and a half weeks we've seen most of the stuff kind of start dropping absolutely yeah i yeah. would say the last three weeks have been super exciting for all the 2021 gear um not only that we've seen a lot of uh player contract mm-hmm. changes as well which i think is probably going to be the big portion of our tour van segment is going to be more so about the relationships these people have with brands and, uh, and why or why not things aren't working for them. For sure. For sure. So, um, yeah, I mean this week we've seen, uh, we've seen a couple of debuts in the last couple of weeks, really like, you know, Rom to Callaway, um, at the start of the season. But I think some of the other kind of murkier, um, either contracts or lack thereof have started to kind of drop in the last couple of weeks where we've seen players that have been with companies for a long time, uh, you know, maybe not be with those companies or, or changing. And one of the big ones that I've noted, um, and he's actually about to hit a T ball here on my screen is Jason day currently as a, uh, a free agent. Did you get a chance to look in his bag a little and, and see anything uh, about what he's got going on? I did, man. Yeah, I, I mean, he's got Mizuno irons. He's got a combo set in a way. He's got the those HMBs, which are like super player friendly, large offset, large sole. Um, you know, in his short irons, I think like three and four, uh, and then he went straight all the way to the, you know, like the tour blades, the the nine twenty one tours. Um, good for day. I I think that if he's got stuff that he's confident in, he can he can play. He was playing really good last year, even after injuries. So, uh, I, it's just interesting because he had been with TaylorMade for a long time, right? I mean, I, I don't remember him on tour, at least, being with any other company. So, um, I mean, that's a long time now. I'm sure. I'm sure. Obviously, in his like you know pre-tour days, he was playing other stuff and and college or well, he didn't really play college, but you know before he had a big sponsor deal. But um, yeah, I looked through that bag today, and I, I think the free agent bags are so fun to check out like some of the stuff that they're trying. I mean, he's got a, a 425 in there, G425, uh, which I, I really never would have expected to see something. He has actually hit it like shit, but I never would have expected to see something like that in his bag. Um, and I was stunned that the spider, the trusty spider didn't even make it in there. It's almost like he was trying not to put TaylorMade in the bag in any way. Yeah, um, out of spite. Out, it feels that way. You know, he's got a two ball in there right now, which, 
It's, I mean, he's such a good putter with the spider. I'm very surprised. I mean, by that. he's he's not the only person with the the new two ball out there, the new white hot OG line. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think Rom's got one in his hands too. Uh, correct me. Rom's got wrong. that the the prototype uh, two ball ten. So it looks like a spider, but it has the the two ball um, alignment on top. Which we don't even know if that's going to come to retail. It's currently a, a tour only option. It's pretty sick. So, uh, I mean, I still yeah. have my old DFX 3100 Odyssey, like in the, oh, yeah. in the in the spare bag. It's never leaving. It's in the putter collection. Um, and I think the white hot line came out right after that, the original one. Um, mm-hmm. And it, that, those were two famed like drops, uh, you know, in in the oh, Callaway Odyssey uh, history. So, yeah, man. I'm excited for that. I think they're really cool. If if you're in the market, mm-hmm. people need to go and like just try out that faceplate. That white hot faceplate is just so nice. Um, I think it fits yeah. like a huge variety of golfers. Super sick stuff, man. I know. I just uh, I, I bought an even roll. I mean, you know, there's a bought an even roll, but like I still have kind of been putting my white hot back in the bag because I just really do roll that, and it feels so good. It's such a such a good putter. Um, maybe not the most stable on short putts, but I really do. Love, uh, love the look of that. So the other one that I, I, I wrote down is kind of like our main tour um, situation right now is things seem to be coming more and more clear around Brooks's bag, or at least it seemed that way last week. And then suddenly this week, um, seeing a lot of uh, a lot of changes out of Brooks again, going back to old gear. What kind of thoughts do you have on that? Well, I think the, the Strix on Iron trial is uh, I, I think there may be more going on than him just trialing Strix on irons right now. Uh, mm-hmm. We knew that anytime he feels off with the driver, the M5 goes back in the bag. Uh, you know, he he had tested Callaway, you know, M5's back. So here we are. And then an old, right. M, and an old M2 high launch. Uh, sick. I think that was in his bag for most of his wins. Yeah. But uh, I, are we expecting to hear... Brooks signing with someone is that? Do we think that he secretly signed a, an iron deal with Strixon? Um, how are you feeling? I, for I mean, for me, he's making so many changes. Yeah, I think that he he's just trying to figure out what's going to work for him day to day. Well, I mean, I have two takes on this. First of all, I think he's changing too many things. I mean, his his move doesn't really look the same right now, and he's moved away from Claude Harmon. Um, so that to me is a little troubling as a big time Brooks fan that he would like, he's changing so many aspects of his game uh, right now. I think, I I think if you read the tea leaves that he is going to go to Strixon and that's a huge get for Cleveland Strixon, even if they get him just for irons, because I mean, he, he made the Mizuno tour presence by being a free agent and, and playing those um, 900 tours, which were essentially, you know, crafted for him in a way. Uh, And so like, it is it is a big deal if he goes somewhere, but by the same token, like that that Nike driving iron never comes out of the bag, seems to always make its way back in. And you're you're dead right. He he plays a new driver for like a round before he throws the M5 back in there. So it's hard. I mean, if your equipment company gonna give him some money, he can't. He's probably not gonna take a 14 club deal with you. So you know, we'll see. We'll see what they do. I think that the Strixon lineup in general this year is looks unbelievable it looks really great the testing that i've seen online looks really great so i wouldn't be surprised if they eventually get him into something that kind of works for him but uh yeah i think i think brooks is 
in some ways a creature of habit and he just he constantly he tried that maverick and that was like an absolute shit show and uh went back to the m5 and now he's back on the m5 again we'll we'll see what happens but i do think he's going to sign um and i think it's a big deal for a smaller company uh like strixon to to bag that yeah so, so i and then my you know we've talked about rom to callaway do mm-hmm. we think that rom is going to be better under callaway than he was with taylor made I think Rom is just so much the consistent like number. He's a number one player in the world. He's extremely consistent. He's really great. Um, and Callaway, that's the thing that I think people don't totally realize, right? Callaway, Titleist, Ping, TaylorMade, um, they're the big four, and they have a little bit more of a, a tour presence and the ability to like really, really drill down and specify the thing that they're making for their players. Whereas I think other companies they have a tour presence and they have tour heads and they have all this special stuff but it's just not maybe the same variety or level where they can like really handpick something for you um so i i do think like for rama going back to your original question i don't think it's a a, a drop off for him i think it, it'll take some time to get used to it but i don't think it's a, a huge drop off and he he played TaylorMade for like a couple years uh his initial contract Somebody like Sergio, who we saw like fall off the face of the earth when he he went to um, Callaway, he played TaylorMade for like 25 years. That's got to be really hard when you're looking at something different, really for the first time, right? Because the, the irons are going to be shaped different, the groove pattern is going to be different, the head shape of your driver is going to be different from company to company and year to year. So, yeah, yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I I think growing the the group. It's mm-hmm. always just going to be better for for TaylorMade for any of the brands really, um, yeah. and the quantity of some of these players and their like world ranking twenty five Jason Day like Patrick Reed's in the top ten I think, um, mm-hmm. not on Free contract agent. playing like Brian Works Artisan yep. brand wedge you know a bunch of j- different Japanese forging irons and there's brands who do that like Strixon is a brand this year that the new ZX lines forged by Endo. And, yeah, and of course, yeah. And of course, you know, very you know, well renowned for like their forging techniques and stuff like that. And and I think that that's where Brooks kind of fits in. I think he felt the same way about some of his Mizzy stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh and I think that's exactly why he's trialing uh the ZX sevens, you know, the last two weeks, I think. So Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. I also, mean, he, I, yeah, go ahead. Sergio with a full tailor made bag I know, I this saw week that. in Dubai. <laughs> So, uh, do we think that you know he's just on a uh, abbreviated contract? What are you thinking? No, I, you know what? I bet because listen, I think Sergio's at a point in his career where he knows like something. He's not going to go to a place and say, "Give me a contract." He's waiting for someone now to probably you know come to him a little bit more. Um, and uh, I think he probably just he knows a lot of guys in TaylorMade and wanted to go back to his more traditional setup and look. I mean, this is the thing. We, we, the people that listen to this podcast, the people that are on this podcast, we're just everyday golfers. But like, if you are, are very brand specific, like you and I traditionally have been pretty brand specific. I've really only played Mizuno irons for, since I got, you know, seriously into golf, really. I went for an iron fitting and the guy handed me a P seven seventies and I felt like I was looking at, you know, some, some kind of foreign language, you know what I mean? I could barely set them up. And, and I think that that's a little different for a tour pro. Obviously they're a lot better and they played obviously a ton of different, um, 
equipment in their career. But if there's something that you really love to look at, you feel really comfortable with, and you understand it, uh, it's probably one of those things with Sergio. Like he's going back home in a way. He knows what those irons are gonna look like, feel like, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, I think agreed. it's I think it's a cool year. I think it's a really really cool year for equipment. Um, so last thing on the equipment front. Tons of promising releases. This is more for you and I. Tons of, of promising releases this year. Um, you want to give maybe like one thing that you kind of think is a sleeper that maybe the listeners should look into outside of, you know, kind of the, the everyday brands or the everyday things? You know, it's tough for me because we haven't had the experience of playing like super small mom and pop brands or direct to consumer mm-hmm. brands. Um, I've found that. I I do play TP5X, um, and I rotate the Vice Pro Plus in, and as a direct to consumer product, and the price range. I'll tell you what, for that's a great performing ball for the price, and right. if you're working on things, um, I, I definitely think it's like that's a great route to go. Are we talk? What else do you want to know? Like, are we making oh, no, changes no. on our own? Uh, well, I mean, we could we could talk about that. I, I was going to say that, like, just based on like the the, I haven't gone to Golf Galaxy in the middle of the pandemic very much, but I had to go over there the other day to get something uh, done to like a, to get a tip removed from a driver shaft, and they had all the new gear. And I texted you immediately. I said I put down. I literally just bought a four wood like a couple of months ago, but I I grabbed the Mizuno, the new Mizuno three wood, out of a bag there, and I put it down on the ground, and I looked at it and was just like that's the sweetest looking fairway wood I've seen in years. Like I immediately was like, and I couldn't hit it because you have to schedule like your, your, your quote unquote fittings there now because of uh, safety and cleansing and stuff. I thought that thing looked absolutely incredible. And then the TXG guys, shout out to them. (laughs) They, uh, they did a review of it and it seemed like a total winner. So I was like, man, that's not in the, in the main brands. And yet it seems like it's just a really good stick right off the rack. Yeah, I think I think their most recent video, it actually may have been like two days ago, where they did a compare a price comparison of mm-hmm. of whom the underdogs kind of are in the the driver and, and woods game uh, between Cobra, Srixon, and Mizuno. Um, and Mizuno for the price, I think they produce great stuff, like in terms of for woods at that price range. And then mm-hmm. obviously we know their irons are you know. A lot of our Top friends much. play them. They're just they're great. I think they they fit into the high end uh, irons like without a question. But yeah, yeah. If I think if there's people who are really concerned uh, and and are looking for a big change, yeah, I think Mizuno's year this year uh, is very good for the woods. Absolutely. Yeah, I would agree. I think they they've taken a step forward. So. All right. Yeah. I don't really have anything else on equipment right now. I have some other stuff planned, but I want to hold that off for other pods. We don't want to, we don't want to use all our equipment talk up just between me and you today. So, all right. Last thing for the day, we'll take a trip, you know, after your round, go out to the, go up to the clubhouse when you're done and you, you know, you kind of sit down, lounge around. So we're going to take a, a trip to the lounge. This is just an area where uh, a segment where we'll talk a little bit about what we've got going on. Um, what, what do you got? You playing this weekend? What's, what's going on? I am, yeah. I'm going to play tomorrow. I might get out to practice today. We'll see. Um, but I'm definitely playing around tomorrow afternoon, and Sunday I'm not. I'm going to... Uh, my fiancé and I are going to have to go and look at a wedding venue, apparently. Whoa, so, hey-yo. I know, right? Um, where, where, 
Where are we going to look? Shout out to the fiance. Uh, up in the woodlands. Okay. All so right. kind of just north of the airport. So that, that helps for everybody possibly flying in whenever that date is. Uh, <laughs> so we'll do that around lunch. And then I'm going to get back to watch the, uh, the closing holes of the, of the farmers. So that's, that's my golf weekend. Nice. I've only nice. played two rounds in the last four weeks. So, yeah, I mean, I haven't played at all. It's been, this has been honestly one of the worst winters I can remember in the Philly area, not even because of snow. It's just been fucking freezing. And like the core, the course is frozen. It's they're like, we're open, but we're, you're, you know, you're on temp greens cause our greens are frozen. So like, I've been able to play like the course has been open every day, pretty much. It's just too frozen to play the actual course. You can only play temp greens. So this weekend looks like more of the same. We got a big snowstorm coming in. So we're finally going to get some precipitation. Um, I've been, you know, hitting some balls in my garage, almost took out my, my lights a couple times <laughs> and, uh, been doing some building. I got some, some, you know, some equipment I'm experimenting with. So should have some, uh, new stuff maybe in the bag after the testing phase and we'll see, we'll see what's up, but that's about it for me right now. That's it, dude. I feel the same way. I got, I have new irons coming in. Oh, uh, can't so wait. Don't, of, don't talk about it yet. Oh, don't reveal that yet. We won't. I'll, I'll review them and post some sick pictures when I get them in my hands. Yeah, I can't wait for that. So, uh, all right. Well, listen up, everybody. You know, we appreciate you sticking around. We know it's kind of been a, a jumbled, you know, month or so with us, uh, you know, being really busy with work and, and trying to kind of get some stuff ready for, for 2021 and for the future of our pod. But we're almost there. We're almost ready to unveil stuff. It's coming. We've seen a lot of stuff. We've talked about a lot of stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah. once Dougie's back from his little vacay, we'll we'll have some things to uh, to kind of unpack for y'all. No doubt. I know. Yeah, I know. We said last week that uh, we'd drop some information about it. Um, it we're like ninety percent there. So uh, bear with us. I think I think the changes are going to be uh, really, really good, good. and mm-hmm. uh, it's going to give us a name in our own where you know, where you're not confused about who, whose stuff you're looking at. So just bear with us. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to try to carve a little bit of our own space, which I think is, uh, that's, that's our goal. That's our 2021 goal right there. Make our, make our mark and find our niche a little bit. So yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for stopping in for this little short episode. We will be back next week to recap farmers and kind of break down some more stuff about where things are heading with the pod and, uh, Yeah, we'll go from there. So thanks again, and uh, see you soon. Thanks again, Ballers. See you.